Okay, so I was talking to Alan recently, and we just kind of were talking. He was he's doing this prize picks thing, and a lot of people have been telling me about prize picks. I did it earlier in the year, but it, I w I was actually moderately successful with it. Uh, just the thing is, I I can't I can't. That's too many things to focus on. It's too many. It's too many derivatives of the same thing. It's already gotten hard enough, like doing the picks for the games and everything, uh, because I'm just I'd rather be focusing more so just on the fantasy. That that's my thing. That that's my thing. Um, but I try to you know venture out there to you know the picks and everything from time to time. It's just it's just too much. But as we were talking, I'm just over here uh, telling them about some of the research that I'll be doing for my uh, fantasy uh, lineups and everything. And <laughs> we got to this funny conclusion that, and this is something I say all the time. I really, I, I say it all the time, but maybe, maybe I've never, I mean, it's not like it's deep or anything, but maybe I just never expounded on it. But you only have to be right once in whatever that thing is that you're doing. You only got to be right once. Uh, there's this guy uh, that apparently won, and, and, and it don't even have to be true. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, it had, it had to be true. Maybe he's proved to it for maybe because I'm new to it or whatever, maybe. But uh, he apparently had a, he won the million dollar lineup, uh, whatever the, call it the, you know, there's a lineup every weekend on FanDuel, DraftKings, all that, where if you get the top prize, it's a million dollars. So he won it, and you can... If you're not a dumbass, and you know, maybe maybe dumbass is a hard word. Maybe dumbass is a hard word because you know you would never know what you would do in a certain situation. But if you have a solid level of risk management, you can parlay that million dollars into safer because the the million dollar, whichever one you do, FanDuel, DraftKings, Yahoo, whatever, whatever one you do, the odds of winning of just placing in the money period is typically around like 18 to 20%, maybe even a little less, maybe 16 to 20%. And then you have to be number one of that 20, 16 to 20% to get the million. But you just gotta be right once. After you write that one time, you can increase your odds of Placing within the money. You ain't, you ain't got to get the, you would love to get the top prize again, but you ain't got to get the top prize again. But you can increase your odds. And you, I mean, you could just be a fluke, but it's not really too often. Like typically the same people are winning those lineups. Like there you have just a different level of understanding, a different system, something in place that where they're always able to continuously be successful. But just like it goes in life, you can be more successful the more you're willing to spend. And that could be in any number of ways. I'm not just saying entering multiple lineups, but there's there's a math to it, there's a science to it, there's also luck to it. Uh, but it's there's a lot of factors, and these people that typically do it well, they're able to, if not win, obviously the first prize multiple times, they can perform well. Or not even that. You don't have to take that type of risk on winning the million. You can come down to the one that has the max prize of five hundred thousand, but now your odds of sixteen to twenty have now gone up to like 
you know, 17 to 22, 17, 23, you know what I'm saying? Of people that are just winning anything. Obviously, you still got to be the 1% of that. But the bigger that window is, if you're already pretty good at doing it, you can make a consistent, steady stream, you know? So I'm just looking at it, and it's just like, you know, this guy, for all we know, because, again, we don't know. For all we know, he could have he, he never won that. Maybe he came in with money. He did something else for all these years. He just has, you know, production and yada, like all those things that makes it seem legit, has a strong following. Like he checks off all the little boxes. So he just gets out here and just says things. And oftentimes he provides really good information. I'm not going to lie. He provides really, really good. This is because of him. I had Christian McCaffrey at a very low ownership this past week. Shout out to him for that. But. Christian McCaffrey could have also very well have not did what he did this past weekend. So, you know, it's just, just there's things that go into it. But I've learned people are more receptive to white faces presenting information. Black faces, you have to have an even more uh, amount of uh, showing the work. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. Because niggas don't trust niggas. Niggas don't believe what niggas say just off the strength. But white people, I don't, I mean, obviously I'm generalizing, but they seem to be more receptive to somebody that hasn't necessarily proven it tenfold. Black people, you gotta, you gotta, you've had to have knocked it out the park. You could be doing well at X, Y, and Z, but if you haven't just exceeded all expectations and then the number 1% of all that shit, niggas around you and hey hey in some situations give, given whatever the situation is you know that we're talking about i'm that nigga but niggas will just they will not they will not give you that they will not give you that validation uh but it could be a different color face saying the exact same thing and they're more receptive to it it's crazy which is why i was thinking if paul revere was black we would not have won the revolution well okay because, you know, I guess I have to paint the entire picture because, you know, niggas. If Paul Revere was black, then I'm also saying that we're in a random parallel universe timeline where there's a majority of black people. Like, the black is the majority. Obviously, if it was just a nigger in the 1700s saying the British are coming, they'll probably just shoot the nigger. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But if the majority was niggas... Nah, nah, because niggas, I think we, we all, everybody has a little bit of pride and ego to them, but I think that that's just, I, I, I think niggas have a little extra oomph when it comes to that. I think, I think on average, niggas are more in tune to that pride and ego, which, you know, I've said before, you know, J. Cole said pride is the devil, but I also believe pride is the God because pride is, you know. Needed, but in the correct doses, in the correct doses. Uh, anyway, my birthday was this past week, 29 on the 29th. Um, uh, the detail, the detail of that weekend, I was going to, you know, somewhat going into it right now, but the details of that weekend, uh, that's a Spotify. That's, that's a Spotify thing. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, let's keep it moving, keep it moving. Uh, NFL this past week, uh, I don't remember if I made any pick. I don't think I made any pick. Actually, who was I made one pick. I forgot what it was, but I was wrong on whatever it was. I just had one actual, like, spread over under money line. I forget what it was, but I was wrong, whatever. Um, But for the picks that I've done back in August that I've been following up with, and I don't know if I followed up last week. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I did. I told you I was uh, 115 to 95. Well, I'm currently, I'm pretty sure the math is off on one of these, but the good thing is what I've marked isn't going to change. So at the end of the year, I can just easily go through everybody's record and it's a lot more easier. So it'll be correct. But as of right now, the count that I have is 133 and 108. Now, if you remember last week, I was 115 and 95, so I was at 54%, and I was, you know, reminding you that, you know, the on average, the professionals, they win at about a 50, 54% rate. Uh, so if I was to, and uh, I don't need to explain that, um, but now I'm at 133 and 108, uh, which has now pushed me up to uh, 55%. Uh, so, and again, this was picks made back in August, just what I thought. And, and these are not going to, uh, my my predictions for overall records are not going to end well. Uh, but like, for example, like if I said somebody's going to win, I said the other team was going to lose. So like, I was right in saying that this was going to be the result of the game. You know what I mean? I don't know. We maybe I'll explain it more once it's all said, said and done and completed. Um, but uh, as of right now, I'm going to, revisit some of my division winners uh that i haven't discussed since uh, august when i first put this all together and uh we can have a uh laugh of what i thought teams were going to look like this season uh, you know this is a interesting turn didn't think i was going to go here this episode but you know here we are we do it live ish uh so the rams i thought we we're going to be 12 and 5 and uh win that division um yeah, that's that's not been going well at all. I did think that they were going to regress, but I still thought that they would be solid. Uh, the Cardinals, I had them finishing nine and eight. Uh, let me see. Maybe I should pull up what these teams are right now. Uh, we know that. Well, I don't believe the. Well, maybe the Cardinals are on pace to be that bad. Uh, let's see NFL standings. And the Rams just lost this weekend. Let's see. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the Rams are currently three and four, so, uh, they would have to go, uh, nine and one for the rest of the season for me to be right on them being 12 and five. And with that being said, before I continue with this, I do believe that there's going to be a team that goes on a run like a ridiculous. I don't know who the team is. Can't tell you that, but I do think there's a team that's like pretty bad, like three and four or two and five or something right now. That's just going to turn it up. I've seen, we've seen it way too many times. I remember I've seen this way too many times where a team starts off awful and then they win like eight, nine, 10, 11 in a row. But then like, you know, because they started off so bad, like they're still a wild card team, but Oh, they're that hot wild card team. You don't want to see them. And then shit happens. You know what I mean? I, I do believe that we're going to see that from a team this year. Um, Cardinals, I said there, I had them going nine and eight. They're uh, three and five. So, uh, you know, they just got to go uh, six and three the rest of the year for me to be right on that. Uh, the 49ers, I had them going seven and 10. Um, I still believe they're going to go seven and 10. Uh, they're currently four and four. So I guess that means I'm saying that they're going to end, uh, three and six the rest of the year. Well, <laughs> I thought they were going to go seven and 10, but they got Christian McCaffrey, but just, Christian McCaffrey can still have good games and, and not, equate to winning i mean he was on the panthers all those years 
yeah, I'm still going to rock with uh, 7 and 10. And then uh, one of my biggest flops thus far this year, I said that Seattle, you know, Geno Smith didn't believe in him. The quarterback's going to be shitty. Um, I believe that's a massive downgrade, and the Seattle hasn't looked that good to me in the past years. But, you know, starting to realize that it was just kind of all a combination of what they were not getting from their offense. Um, I had them going 2-15. and 15. Um, they're currently uh, number one in that division at five and two. Okay, I don't know why they bullshit with the scroll. Uh, yeah, five and three, five and three. So, uh, yeah, uh, Geno Smith, uh, quiet as kept, should be a front runner for MVP right now. Now, obviously, there's other people that are way more deserving and will actually win the award, but. I know I said they were going to be 2-15. I was way off on that. But I think majority of people would agree that we all thought back in August this was not going to be a good football team. I think we could all agree on that. Uh, shout out to Tariq. He's getting defensive rookie of the year. Um, let's see. Let's go on to the uh, AFC West. AFC West, uh, if you enjoy hearing just you know me being wrong, <clears throat> this episode's for you. And so is 437. Uh... Chargers, I uh, had them ending the year at a uh, fourteen and three, um, and being tied for first in that division. Um, they are currently uh, four and three, so uh, maybe they're the team that gets hot and wins ten in a row. I mean, they st- I still love all the weapons about that offense. The defense has kind of fallen off from what I thought they would be. Um, and isn't uh, Bosa's hurt right, or is that the San Francisco Bosa? One of the Bosa's is hurt. Hopefully, it's not the. I think it is the Chargers Bosa, but they still have Khalil Mack and. I, I like Duran James, so, you know, maybe they do figure it out, but this is still what we thought a very tough division, but whatever. Um, I also had uh, thought Vegas was going to go 14-3. and um, I really thought that Devontae Adams was going to change things for the Raiders, and um, you can argue that he has. They were much better off at this point in the season last year. At least I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, currently 2-5. and five. So, uh, yeah, they would have to go. uh, It's impossible for them to do what I thought they were going to do. Uh, Denver, uh, they are currently three and five. I had them going 11 and six. Thought, you know, Russell Wilson would be an upgrade. Um, Couldn't it be wronger? And then uh, I was one of those people that somewhat drank the Kool Aid. I wasn't too concerned. I do believe in Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. But for the same reasons why I thought Devontae Adams going to the, the Raiders was going to help the Raiders, I was like, all right, Tyreek is Tyreek. Like, he, well, uh, let me not say that because I'm still not really sold on him as a receiver. I just say he's really fast. Like, I mean, for the niggas that play Madden, you can have a receiver that's a 70 overall, but if he's got 99 speed, you're going you're gonna to be all right. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Like, maybe you're not going to be okay if you're going against Jalen Ramsey, but uh, most times if you got that dude with a 99 speed, you're good. That's what I saw Tyreek Hill as, but he's continuously elevating his game i think he's leading the league in rush and receiving yards right now um i mean even with tua under throwing him all the time there was about three times um in that last game against detroit where if tua had half of patrick mahomes arm strength Tariq is walking into the end zone but he has to slow down and make spectacular catches that still blow my mind that he's able to do at his size it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, I thought that they were going to go 8-9 and to miss the playoffs, and I couldn't be happier that they are sitting at 5-2, and two, top of the division. And I am hopeful that they're going to end up bringing in Odell, even though they got Kadarius Tony, The wrong former Giants receiver, goddammit. Anyway. Um, 
Now, that's not any slight to Kadarius Tony. I think that he's good, but I think they're looking at him to try to fill the void that Tyreek Hill had. And Kadarius Tony is very talented. He was a first or second round pick. He was a high pick, um, but he's slower than Miko Hardman, who was also a high pick and has been in that offense for a while. So maybe they traded for him because they're just convinced, like, all right, Miko, we've had you for a while. We know what you are. We don't like it. Maybe that's the case. Or maybe they're thinking that they're able to use all of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Still want them to get Odell. Um. Anyway, the uh, AFC South. Uh, I thought that the uh, Colts were going to – I drank the Kool-Aid. I thought they were going to be upgrading at quarterback with Matt Ryan. Um, I like Michael Pittman. Um, I'm somebody that somewhat likes Mo Alley Cox. And Jonathan Taylor is, you know, top five running back in the NFL. So, uh, he's a consensus number one overall pick in fantasy for a lot of people. So, uh, you know, I thought 10-7 and seven and they would win this division. I don't love them. I thought that they would still lose seven games, but I also think this division is kind of shitty. Um, well, y'all know that that hasn't gone. Uh, I, I was pretty much off that entire wave after they tied to the Texans in week one. Um, but, you know, just going to let them rock out. Um, but they would have to go uh, five and three the rest of the way for me to be right on that. How many games? Because that fucking tie is fucking everything. Up. Anyway, fuck you. Uh, I was right off. They're not going to win that division. Well, I mean, they're only two games back, and there's a lot of games left to play. But, yeah, actually, even two. Yeah, two games back. Uh, next, I have the Titans going nine and eight. Um, the Titans are somehow five and two. Uh, I, I don't. I don't understand it. Derrick Henry hasn't been that great. Obviously, Sunday happened, but before Sunday, he hasn't, in my opinion, been that great. But or at least we're just not what we're accustomed to seeing from him. And uh, their record—I thought their record showed, but apparently they're winning games. So whatever. And they have an interesting game Sunday night against the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, maybe they'll ground and pound and keep the Chiefs off the field, and they'll be able to steal another one. Who knows? Uh, they're not getting anything out of the receivers. Um, let's see, Titans. Uh, I already said Titans. Uh, Jacksonville, you know, I thought they'd be improving. You know, I thought it'd be an improving year, but uh, earlier on, I was like, nah, I'm not sold on them. Uh, early in the year, like weeks after like week three or four, I was uh, drinking all of the Kool-Aid with the Jags, and I actually put money on the Jags to make the uh, playoffs. I might have even went crazy enough to just say they were going to make the AFC championship. I might I might have been wild. I drank all the Kool-Aid. I'm like, oh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is everything we thought he was. He's him. He's him. Meanwhile, some people think Trevor Lawrence is a white Jamarcus Russell. So, but I projected they would be a uh, six and eleven, and uh, they are two and six. So, um, I mean, they could end the year four and five. I'd rather they didn't, but hmm, we'll see what happens. And uh, I did have the Texans at last in the division. So actually, well, no, didn't have that one either. Um, I did have that division almost right there, three out of four in the order. Um, but I had the Texans going two and fifteen. Um, they've, well, they got one. They did get one. That ties what's going to fuck me, but yeah, the Texans for the most part are what I thought they would be. Uh, the NFC East, uh, let's see. So I had the, uh, Cowboys going 15 and two. Um, yeah, I, I didn't account for Dak being hurt, but I mean, they, they are currently six and two. And I mean, you know, I guess in theory they could win their next nine, but yeah, I, Thing I, I think I'm ex I'll early take the L on that one. Um, I did have the Eagles going go uh, 14 and three, but because I had the Cowboys going 15 and two, I had the Eagles obviously second in that division. Um, but uh, the Eagles are the only team that I have 100% correct the entire season. Um, I had them starting the year uh, 11 and 0. 
Eagles, and they're currently sitting at seven and zero. So, so far the Eagles, the Eagles are my team. But you know, I'm never going to be able to really say that on this podcast because of my co-host. So, it is what it is. I actually really was a fan of Jalen Hurst. Like I hated Tua because of him taking Jalen Hurst' spot, and I rooted for Jalen Hurts. But you know, I'll never be able to tap into that fan side of me because, well, he's an Eagle, so that's what it is. Um, but happy for him, and I and he personally, I think he's the MVP at this moment in time. But that's just what I think. Um, the uh, Commanders, Redskins. Um, they are, uh, I had them going three and 14. Um, they, uh, actually won some games. I'm very getting very annoyed with the scroll right now. Uh, they're four and four. So that division is actually very, very, very competitive. And that's mostly because I was, uh, dead wrong on the giants. I had the giants going three and 14 and, uh, they're tied for second in the division with the Cowboys right now. So yeah, that ain't it. Uh, let's see the uh, NFC North. I uh, had Green Bay uh, winning that division, going twelve and five. I just assumed that you know if you had the best quarterback in the division, um, we've seen Aaron. It's been a long time since we had saw Aaron Rodgers without Devonte Adams, but I mean the early days when he was you know going James Jones and Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, like yeah, they were good. They were good. And, you know, maybe I'm just racist with the whole Jordy Nelson thing, but like he couldn't hold. Devontae Adams jockstrap. But you know, maybe I'm just racist. Maybe I'm just racist. Um Yeah. Uh they're currently sitting at uh three and five, and I thought they would go twelve and five within the division. So I'm gonna need Aaron Rodgers to go nine and no. If there's anybody that could do it, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Uh I had Chicago going uh seven and ten. Um I really thought that you know, Justin Fields will take the next step. And he slowly kind of is this past weekend, stunning development in the growth of uh, Justin Fields. He remembered he was black and not like Jacoby Brissett black, but like Lamar Jackson black. Like he's completely opening up the atrocity of an offense that they have. Uh, they are nothing without David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. And like, they're both good. Don't get me wrong, but No, no, no. It would be nice if y'all got Justin Fields, any type of receiver. Oh, you traded for Chase Claypool today. I'm not the biggest fan of Chase Claypool, but he's instantly the best option Justin Fields has had his entire career. And he also just remembered that he can run. So be afraid. Uh, they're currently three and five, had them going seven and 10. So uh, they would have to finish year four and five, um, which, you know, is doable. It's very doable. Uh, Minnesota, um, well, <clears throat> um, I really don't like Kirk Cousins, like at all, but I forgot that I do like Justin Jefferson while I was doing this, and I couldn't really, you know, separate the two, um, well, yeah, I have Minnesota going 6-11, and and they're currently number one in that division at 6-1, and and just picked up TJ Hawkinson, so, um, I, I I think it's a safe bet that they're not going to lose their next 10. So, and yeah, they have a three and a half game lead over the Packers. Uh, I think it's damn near impossible for them not to get the wild card, seeing how the NFC South is looking the way that it looks. 
Um, I mean, unless obviously they lose eight of their next ten or seven of their next ten, then they probably won't make the playoffs. But uh, they all but assured it thus far. Oh well, no, I forget the NFC. Uh, NFC East is gonna definitely take a wild card team. Uh, two wild card teams going now, right? There's a three. There's four divisions, so two wild card teams. Oh uh, yeah, well, one's definitely coming out of the NFC East, and then. In this moment, I would think that Minnesota can't be worse than a wild card. Yeah. Anyway, then uh, Detroit had them at three and fourteen. Uh, they clearly gave up on the season by trading uh, their arguably their best offensive weapon, if not their second best offensive weapon. Um, so they're definitely packing it up, and it's unfortunate for Jared Goff. And when we really look back at that twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen draft class, like, oh, Jared Goff, like I never thought that he was that you know that guy, but. Okay, he was he was the only guy available that year, and they needed a quarterback, so Rams drafted him. Um, and then uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, I actually somewhat like Carson Wentz more than Jared Goff early on, but Jared Goff was on the Rams, and the Rams had Todd Gurley, so I was, you know, I guess a Rams fan, kind of coming back into that Rams fan that I was. I was I was a long time free agent after the uh, greatest highlight on turf or what it, what they called them. I forget what they, it was so long ago. Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Martian Falk on that defense. Adam Archuleta, Dre Bly, Great Town, James Laurinaitis. It's my dogs. But then, uh, yeah, I didn't really have a team to be loyal to for a while after that. Um, I did like Adrian Peterson. I did like him. But anyway, uh, Detroit, that's not going to happen. Uh, AFC East, um, so I had Buffalo going 14 and three, um, and my belief in Buffalo only grew as the season's gone on and they're currently sit at six and one. So, uh, yeah, that can happen. Uh, go eight and two the rest of the way. Yeah. I think they have a somewhat favorable schedule after, um, you know, cause they already beat the cheese. If I remember, actually I have their schedule in front of me. Duh. Uh, yeah, I think they have a favorable schedule i think they could they could rattle off eight and go eight and three the rest of the way or eight and two eight and two um the patriots um you know i thought mac jones would improve a bit but i mean i y'all do y'all already know about bailey's app i don't talk about that um but the patriots are still also one of those teams that doesn't really have any you know passing weapons um ramon j stevenson stepped into his own and i'd be lying if i knew anything about ramon j stevenson before the season started uh damian harris is still there and, you know, I just gave Bill Belichick the benefit of the doubt of thinking the defense would be, you know, okay. And they uh, are they're 4-4, four 4-4, and four, four and four, but that division's really turned up. Um, but I thought the Patriots would go 10-7, uh, second in the division, so they would need to go 6-3 and three the rest of the way. So I don't know about that. Their schedule looks, uh, oh, well, winnable. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, the Patriots might not make the playoffs, um, which I believe I already had that as the case. But anyway, uh, Miami, um, I, I don't believe in two at all. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater can give them the exact same production. Um, I know he had that one showing in the half after, what's his name, after uh, Tua got hurt, but uh, I I. I've seen Teddy Bridgewater do well, and these guys are these, these Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. That's just too much of a problem. It's you just got to get it. 
Tyrese gonna be open. He's gonna be open. And then even the times he even when he's open, Tua can't get it there. So he still has to come back and make a spectacular catch. Teddy Bridgewater can do that. I like I am I don't I don't I don't I don't buy it. I, I'm not I'm not in on Tua at all. Um but I had them going seven and ten. Currently five and three. What's that? Two and seven. Ugh. That'd be a atrocious end to the season. And then my Jets. Uh, my Jets have been my biggest surprise. I'm a big fan of Zach Wilson, but I did not think Garrett Wilson was going to be what he is. Uh, they're using Tyler Conklin a lot. Brees Hall can burst it out into the scene. Uh, Sauce Garden has been cool, but he and Tyreek, but he's been cool. Uh, and they, just like the Giants, have just exceeded all expectations. I projected them to go 5-12. and 12. They're currently sitting here at 5-3, second in the division. So they got to lose their next nine, which I'm sure as hell not going to root against or, or root for. So go Jets. We back. Fly high. They say fly high? I don't know. I don't remember. So I'm sorry, Jamari. Um, now we're in the uh, AFC North. Uh, Cleveland had them going 13-4. and four. Uh, Cincinnati. Oh, well. My fault. I forgot what I was doing. Had them going thirteen to four, winning the division. Um, but that was I did that with the assumption that Deshaun was going to be out for the first eight. Um, instead, it's the first eleven. Um, but I still think that team's going to look really good because uh, Amari Cooper. Again, I've said it plenty of times before. I'm not the biggest fan of Amari Cooper. Never was. Um, but he's looking like he's actually a really, really, really good receiver. And. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen Deshaun play, but when he did play, it was pretty good. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if I'm remembering correctly, was the last time we saw Deshaun Watson play when he had a 24-point lead in the second round against the Kansas City Chiefs? Now, granted, they obviously blew the lead, but is that the last time we saw him playing a miraculous, for, I shouldn't say miraculous, a tremendous, that's not good enough, but you know what I'm saying, seeing him play a fantastic first half up to the point where they're up 24-0 just to shit piss it all away piss running down my leg mom was too big for him um but yeah i think that team's still going to turn up and that run game's nice uh they're sitting at three and five so uh, this is going to be a tough uh they it's going to be tough for them to make the wild card it's going to be very tough for them to make the wild card. They could possibly be on the outside looking in <clears throat> with Deshaun. Uh, so, yeah, but I had them winning the division. Not happening. Uh, Cincinnati, um, I had them going there. I had them tied with Cleveland at 13 and 4. Um, but Cleveland would have the tiebreaker. But Cincinnati right there. And uh, they're currently 4 and 4. So, you know, they just got to win their next nine. Um, so, you know, it's possible. Uh, but probably not probable, especially with Jamar Chase out. So, we don't know how long he's out. And then uh, the Ravens, um, big, yeah, y'all know I fuck with Lamar. He just doesn't have anybody to throw to, except for maybe Isaiah Likely. Maybe Isaiah Likely could be a problem. Uh, well, we already know Mark Andrews, but, you know, whatever. I mean, we saw what Tom Brady did with two tight ends. Like, oh, okay, yes, it's Tom Brady, but it's also two tight ends. Tight ends, if you are able to get good ones, they're always going to have a mismatch. Like, always. Either the guy's too slow or the guy's too small. Like, you know, like. And if you're able to get really athletic ones, like Aaron Hernandez was good at football. Rod Garkowski, I, I, I don't understand. I never understood Gronk. Like, he's he's big and fast enough, but he looks so unathletic. 
like so unathletic but he's also a good blocker too but he looks so unathletic it, it makes no sense um but isaiah likely is the opposite of that looks very athletic very 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 athletic and um we already see what mark andrews does anyway i had them going 12 and 5 but that was definitely going to have them in a wild card uh they're currently five and three leading that division so you know they would just have to go uh seven and two seven yeah seven and two but um they got a nice lead early on, and their schedule is somewhat, uh, I would say, front-loaded. So, uh, oh, not even somewhat. It looks very front-loaded. Um, most of these games are very winnable. Very, very, very winnable. Yeah, very favorable schedule. They, I think that, I mean, we can't account for injury, but I think that uh, if you haven't put anything on them winning the division, might be a good call. And uh, the Steelers, I thought, were going to be the worst team in the NFL at uh, 1-16. Well, uh, they got two. They got two already. So, yeah. Uh, there's nothing nothing good coming out of Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, JT. I'm sorry. Not this year. Not this year. And y'all already, you know, wasted y'all's pick with Kenny Pickett. So, it's not going to make sense to get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. So, very interesting to see what they do with that next year. And then uh, possibly the most disappointing division in the NFL, the uh, NFC South. Uh, I had Tampa Bay going 15-2, and two, like I said. Um, they have uh, very much overwhelmed. As a matter of fact, for my picks this season, for this team in particular, I am 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 2 and 6. 2 and 6 on my picks, and they're 3 and 5. So, yeah. Uh, even with being three and five, they're only one game out from the division, so you know it's still possible. Uh, the Saints, I had them going six and eleven. Uh, y'all know I love Jameis, but I think they have. A, I think they had a tough schedule. I think they had a tough schedule. I mean, I already had them basically losing to Tampa Bay twice, um, and then like the you know Carolina, Atlanta, you know they're make or miss. So you know, it just way the cookie crumbled for me. I got to six and eleven. I'm, yeah, six and eleven. Uh, Carolina, well, you know they brought in Baker. Um, I don't really remember what happened with Baker, but PJ Walker's playing now. Um, they traded Christian McCaffrey. Um, so obviously we didn't know this at the time, but I didn't think they were that you know great of a team. Thought they too would go six and eleven. And uh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, let's see, New Orleans is currently three and five. So you know, just go three and six the rest of the way. Which, looking at their schedule, oh yeah, no, that's very possible. That's very possible. Yeah, the Saints, Saints, Saints might be missing the playoffs. That that I actually might be something that you could you could you know, if you're not gonna bet on, just write it down so you can you know call me out when I'm wrong. But yeah, or if you're just so convinced I'm gonna be wrong, put the money on the opposite. Saints going to the playoffs, but yeah, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, and then uh, Atlanta is currently at the top of the division, which uh, nobody expected. Um, but I had I had them finishing five and twelve, not too far off from the other three teams. I thought there was one really good team in this division, and everybody else is Kafilka Fish. Well, turns out the entire division is Kafilka Fish. So that's what you have with that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, you know I'm currently like I said, fifty five percent overall with the picks, uh, one thirty three and one oh eight. So that was that recap. Uh, now let's, uh, that went a little longer than I expected, but, you know, I love sports. I love sports. I love sports almost as much as I hate niggas, but we'll get to that. Um, might as well talk about some basketball since I love sports. 
Guys, quiet is kept. The Warriors are tanking. The Warriors are tanking. That's the only logical explanation for what I'm seeing out of this team right now. Um, Steph is having a career year in rebounding. Um, and, you know, that's probably a problem if our point guard is leading the team in rebounding. That's kind of like when your safety is leading the team in tackles. It's probably problematic. Probably means that they're getting back there a lot. Like a lot. Probably what it means. Always no. But that probably is what it means if our safety is leading the team in tackles. I, I would much rather have like a linebacker doing that. Like, and I mean, like, well, obviously it depends on the defense because you could have like a safety that's you know run support yada. I'm talking about like your free safety, the free safety, the the one that the one that's passed, like like that that's his focus, that that that's his thing, that that's his deal, and he's leading the team in tackles. Or hell, that's like a corner leading the team in tackles. Maybe that maybe that's a better better one. If a corner's leading the team in tackles, he's probably giving up a lot of yards, like all the yards. Well. There's been too many red flags coming out of this uh, Warriors organization, and uh, I am trying my best. I would literally be annoying with it on the phone with Sean Marks or whoever the GM is for the Nets. Like, guys, Draymond for Ben Simmons. What else do we need to do? Let's have a package. Let's get this figured out. Let's get it figured out. Ben's not going to work with y'all. We know that. Y'all have no leadership. He needs to be an assistant, and, and the Warriors are tanking. The Nets are obviously in win now mode. I think I think this is I think this is what's best for both teams. And you know what? I'm I would have tricked myself into saying Draymond in a first for Ben Simmons, but then that would completely go against the whole tanking. So we can't give up that first. But if we really wanted to dangle that first out there, then we can't take as hard as we want to. But. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, if you're able to draft Victor, it don't matter what team you are. Like, you draft Victor. If the Nets had the number one pick, like, hey, all right, we'll find a way to play him and Kevin. Like, there is no team where he doesn't fit. Yeah, all right, we'll figure out how to play him and Giannis. Like, it would, you, you figure it out for Victor. Yeah, no, I'm sick of what's going on. I'm sick of what's going on. Go to say we're fucking three and four right now. God, no, they lost again today. What's that, three and five? Jesus Christ. And and you know what this is I mean this is extremely extremely early so I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the standings for the NBA early on after about a week week and a half are uh, not not really what anybody expected. The East is kind of shaping up to normal for the most part. Though I guess the abnormal would be Miami and Brooklyn not in the playoffs, but Brooklyn was a dog shit playing team last year, so you know I mean they have no leadership there, so you know it's more of the same. In uh, Miami. Um, I think Miami is, uh, I mean, it's obviously so much early, but based off what the standings are looking like right now, like, I can, they're, they're definitely a playing team. Hell, they're a playing team right now. They're 10th. But, like, the teams that are ahead of Miami, and again, again, it's only been six, six, seven games. Like, it's so, so early. This is like 2% of the season. Maybe five. No. No, yeah, maybe five. I don't know. It's it's a very small percentage of the season that's already gone by, but my uh, Milwaukee, I believe they're a playoff team. Cleveland, I don't think Darius Garland's played lit, and they did they've done pretty well. Do I mean do I think they're a contender? Do I think they're a legitimate two seed that you need to worry about? No, but I think they're a playoff team. Uh, Boston, uh, they performed well thus far. You know, maybe it's not a big deal that they don't have the head coach that got them to the NBA Finals last year. Okay, I'll help them break through. Um, Toronto, uh, I think Toronto could fall out. Think they could fall out and be a playing team. 
Uh, Atlanta, I uh, <clears throat> I drink the Kool-Aid for Atlanta. Um, that's my sleeper. That's my sleeper pick to make the finals, guys. Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. Um, Philly, has, uh, they started off extremely cold, but it looks like they're starting to figure it out. Uh, the Bulls, uh, if Lonzo's not playing, I don't think that they're going to be that successful. I think they pretty much have about the same fate, same ceiling as what they did last year. Um, and the Knicks are uh, currently in the playoffs. So, I mean, that's great for the NBA. But uh, I think the second LaMelo dribbles a basketball again, that Charlotte will be in the condition. And if they're both in the play-in, uh, I think uh, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take LaMelo. Take LaMelo. Um, and for the West, um, <clears throat> all right, well, Phoenix is always pretty good in the regular season. Whatever. We're not really concerned about Phoenix. Um, don't know what the hell Portland's got going on. This has to be fraudulent. I need to look at the teams that they played. I know they played Sacramento a couple of times, but no, 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 Portland. No, nobody, nobody believes in you. Nobody fears y'all. This is not a thing. No. Uh, Utah, no. They win another game in Utah. This dude's getting fired, and they they might hire Steve Nash. They might like tank commander. You're no, no. We they did not bring you in to do this. You over here trying to like make a name for yourself and shit. And you better shut the fuck up. Your name will be made. Your name can forever be linked to Victor Webber. But instead, you want to fucking shock the world and win games and shit. You got me fucked up. Whoever the fuck this nigga coach is, fuck you. Fuck that coach. Um, <clears throat> I'm mad for other reasons. Uh, the Spurs are five and two. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is not happening. This is not happening. This, this, no. That's that's no, no. Greg Popovich would no, no. I know Greg Popovich is low key furious that they're five and two. Um, because <laughs> if they don't get Victor, he gonna retire soon. If they get Victor, I think Pop's gonna find a way to have another eight to ten in him. I think I'll find a way to do another eight to ten. Uh, New Orleans uh, currently at four and two. I do like I. I mean, I, I do like New Orleans. They they do have a big three that's you know somewhat formidable. So interesting. Uh, Denver at four and three. Uh, they're working Jamal Murray back in. Um, I hate that. I don't want to get into it, but I don't like Jamal Murray, but, you know, he went to Kentucky, so, you know, go Cats. Um, but uh, Michael Porter Jr., he's, you know, slowly but surely coming, but we're going to need that slowly but surely to, you know, expedite itself. But as a Warriors fan, you know, keep doing your thing, Michael. Keep doing your thing. Uh, okay, see, no. No, this is, no, that's not going to happen. I, I, I somewhat like Shy Shay, however he says his name, but no. We're, no, 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 no. Y'all do Know your job, know your fucking role, be dog shit this year, and then you have Shay Shy, however, uh that Alec Pokalika uh yeah, I'm racist. Um Victor and Chet Holmgren. Like what? And just and keep Lou Dort out there for defense. What? OKC found a way to have another big three that's better than the one they had before. <laughs> Come on, man. No, stop winning fucking games, okay? So you got me fucked up. Uh, Memphis is four and three, so yeah, good. Fuck Memphis, but I think they'll win enough games to obviously be a solid playoff team. But fuck Memphis, hate those niggas. I um, mean, uh, we're not gonna discuss the teams that aren't in it right now. But um, Clippers, Golden State, I think that uh, 
Well, no, no, never mind. We're tanking. We're taking. I forget. We're taking. We're trash. We're trash. We're supposed to be losing these games. <laughs> I'm dead inside. Um, and uh, well, the Lakers are one and five, but that one was against the Nuggets, a team that I somewhat respect. So, like, do we really think they're they're trash? Like, you know, I don't know. It's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. So, Warriors are killing me. Now, for our main event. I've been struggling to sleep these past couple of weeks. Um, and it's somewhat related to, you know, the last time I wasn't able to sleep. But I think that just kicked off a series of events that I just haven't really been able to shake. And uh, it's been rough. It's been rough. Uh, last night, I was uh, listening to the uh, Kanye Drink Champs episode that was, you know, apparently taken down, but I was still able to find. So, you know, whatever. And um, I'm listening to it, and it's like I guess my mind's not able to turn off. I don't know. Like, and this just so happened to be I was listening to Drink Champs last night. Uh, other times I listen to random, well, not random, but I, I'll listen to other podcasts and things uh, to, you know, wind down, try to go to sleep. And that's been working for quite some time, but recently it has not been. And um, I'm going in and out of sleep i'm maybe getting like i'm maybe getting a solid 15 to 30 minutes of sleep and then next thing i'm up again and i'm just there laying and i'm listening and then i'm able to get another 10 to 15 like i had i intermittent 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 i don't know if that makes sense i slept in sets last night it was very annoying. It was very upsetting. Like, I would sleep for, like, 30 minutes, and then I'm up for, like, you know, 10, 15. Then I'd sleep for, like, 20. Then I'm up for 5, 10. Then I sleep for 15, 20, 30. And then I'm up for 45. Like, it was it was very, very, very annoying. Like, I was expecting to maybe get through, like, 30 minutes max of that podcast. I was able to go through the entire thing. I went through the entire thing. It was I. It was not enjoyable, and and I, I tried to. Oh well, why don't you just turn it off? Maybe you know your mind's up and it's thinking about it, and yada yada yada. So you know, why don't you just turn it off? Well, no, because once I turn that off, then I'm just left with my thoughts. <laughs> you know, the things that I've done recently. Like I haven't tried to like, guys. I got gas station pills. It said Insta Sleep. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. I'm driving at fucking 3 a.m. to the gas station to get insta-sleep pills. And, I mean, it worked the first night. It hasn't really done too much the other nights. Maybe I just need to take... It says take them 15 to 20 minutes before going to bed, but I'm like, bitch, fuck you. That's suggested. I'm going to take that shit as soon as I'm getting in the bed, and it's supposed to work. But, whatever. Maybe I'm just using it, you know, not the wrong way. Uh, you know, I mm, I do find it funny. People are, you know, very skeptical about me taking this gas station sleep thing, but they're vaccinated. So, you know, this is the risk I'm willing to take. That's the risk you're willing to take is what it is. But um, I ha I'm going through this intermittent sleep cycle and I wake up around like 738. And well, actually, I was 
I woke up to a phone call, which is, you know, the worst thing to wake up to. But I, I actually, I actually uh, enjoyed this call. I actually enjoyed this one. But uh, after I, you know, somewhat wake up from my intermittent sets of sleeping, um, start, you know, start the process. And, you know, I think like most people, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but I think like most people, we start our morning, you know, taking a shit, catching up with, you know, what went down last night on social media. Again, I know it's not, it's not optimal. It's not ideal. It's not the best thing to do. Um, but you know, I think that's what a majority, a lot, I won't say a majority, but a lot of people do. And, uh, I'm one of those people. Uh, so, you know, I'm going through things and I get, uh, I get messages from tons of people. Like it's like six, seven people. Um, yeah, no, that that's male tons. I know woman tons is like literally tons like 30 40 50 60 70 people hitting them up i know that's just what it is but i'm getting hit up by a bunch of people talking about takeoff and quavo were shot and i was like damn like my first thing like i'm still somewhat waking up and i'm like damn but never in a million years did i think that like it was like they had died or one of them had died um, and then one of the things that I was sent to me shit, they were both shot and they both done. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 ain't no fucking way. Well, actually, no, I don't think it said both died, but it said one of them died. It wasn't clear. Or maybe I was just like reading it too fast or whatever, but it wasn't clear. So I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Now that you're getting hit up with all this shit, I'm like, all right, time to go check the news. Opens Twitter. Open Twitter and I see takeoff is trending. I'm like, no, ain't no way. I tap in, start getting the information. It was upsetting, man. That is definitely not the way to start your day. <laughs> definitely not the way to start your day. And I mean, it's oh, it is, it's it was crazy, man. And instantly, for one, put things into perspective a little bit because, you know, I was just frustrated that I wasn't able to go to sleep and, well, offset, or not offset, take off, well, you know, uh, and it, it just, again, it's just a real shitty way to start your day, but the more I just started looking at it and thinking about it and everything, I'm just like, guys, like, I, I, I hate niggas, I hate niggas, I hate nigga shit. I hate this fucking degenerate culture that we have just succumbed to. I, 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 like, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing too many. And I was hoping that like that wasn't the case and everything. But I'm seeing all these stories that, oh, it was over a dice game. And then it evolved into like, well, start off in a dice game. And then they was losing or Quavo was losing. So then Quavo was talking shit. And then they were arguing. Apparently, like, they played basketball. And, like, they were arguing about the basketball game. And they were already heated about the situation with the dice and just escalating, yada, yada, yada. Like, there's so many, so many stories of what they think happened and all this shit. And I'm just sitting here just like, this is Halloween. Or it was Halloween. And guys, like, you was out here chilling, having fun. And you're putting yourself in a situation where you have too much to lose. But this is what niggas, this, this is what niggas do. We, I, I hate niggas. I, because it wasn't, 
and I, I heard I hear that it was a stray bullet, wasn't even aimed or taken for, or uh, intended for takeoff. If anything, based on what I'm hearing, Quavo was the one that was starting shit. So, yeah. niggas. Then just like what the Boondocks talked about with a nigga moment. Basically, whatever, whatever the actual official story, if we ever get the whole timeline, it's all going to boil down to a nigga moment. Niggas and our fucking ego. And it... Le- it left takeoff. It left takeoff. It's and you know I'm gonna be that guy that says that thing, which y'all don't like. But where is Black Lives Matters for these situations? <clears throat> I understand Black Lives Matter. The organization has a very specific purpose, most of which I do not agree with. But it's very easy, and niggas love to play the mental gymnastics of, well, I don't agree with the Black Lives Matter organization, but I believe, I, I agree with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I don't, I, I like, yeah. Yeah, sure, I, you got me. Yeah, I agree with that. But if you're going to have, if you're going to have that approach, that thought, that thought process, like, I don't agree with the organization doing, but I do believe, I do believe that Black Lives Matter. If you believe that Black Lives Matter, it's not just Black Lives Matter in that fucking instance. So I can't, I can't get on, I, I can't get on board with this shit. I like, I, 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 I can't get on board with this shit. Like, nah, Black Lives Matter, but only if it's a cop because I, that, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm just like, nigga, if this had been a cop that had killed Takeoff, we'd probably be a civil war right now. We'd probably be a civil war because in all these instances, because we we saw what happened with George Floyd, ain't nobody knew George Floyd before what happened. Yeah, okay, uh, what's the Jerry Stackhouse did? Like, yeah, he was, you know, I guess, you know, somebody in Houston that, you know, that the streets knew or people knew or whatever. But ain't nobody really know no George Floyd. Ain't nobody know Philando, Philando Castile. Ain't nobody know Terrence Crutcher. Ain't nobody know uh, what's my, Ahmaud Arbery. Ain't nobody know uh, Daryl, or no, not Daryl Brooks, uh, the, uh, Rayshard Brooks. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody know these guys. Like, I mean, yeah, they're family, they're people, but like, the, these this this wasn't somebody that we've it wasn't well we don't believe it was a cop that killed Tupac a cop that killed Biggie a, like it's it's niggas and niggas shit it's always niggas this is why I don't I. I hate, I hate niggas. I hate niggas more than the racist white boogeyman that we're all afraid of. Y'all are all afraid of. If <sighs> this why it's funny. It's funny because you know I'm told that like you know I hate myself and shit like that. When I tell people, nigga, if there's three niggas there, I'm not going. I am not going. If there's three niggas. And, and, let, and let's be clear, a nigga to me may not be a nigga to you. Everybody has different types. Just like, you know, one man's fat is another man's thick. A nigga, one man's nigga is another person's black man. Whatever your, wherever your uh, marker is for nigga shit and just regular shit, black shit, 
Like like black and nigger sh- nigger shit should not equate. Like it, 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 they should they they in completely different worlds. Chris Rock said it. There's black people and there's niggas, and all black people know what that means. All black people know that there's different levels. Now your gauge may be different, but we all know that there's two different levels. And if there's niggas, what I count consider niggas there. I know I don't need to be there. That ain't my spot. That ain't my scene. And granted, anything can happen anywhere at any time. You don't have to go ahead and crease those fucking eyes by being in those situations. And I understand that's the culture. And that that that's, that's just seems like something that, you know, they would do. Quavo or the Migos. Like, if you were to hear, oh, the Migos are shooting dice somewhere. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Oh, the Migos were doing X, Y, yeah, okay. All right. Name any rapper doing in any of this nigga shit it don't really surprise you it's like like nigga drake gambles the drake's always posting oh i just put 15 bitcoin on the over like yeah but there's different levels to it drake does that niggas shoot dice i have never heard of anything good coming from a dice game. That doesn't mean nothing good does. But whenever you hear about a dice game, probably because shit went left. But that's niggas doing nigga shit. Yes, we like, yet no shit doesn't matter where you are, what situation, and that shouldn't happen. Yet no fucking shit. But we don't live in a Disney fucking movie. We live in the real fucking world where niggas are gonna nig. Anywhere, anytime. I don't wanna be a part of it. I don't wanna be a part of it. If there's niggas there, and I, I think I'm just going to start saying that. I'm just going to start saying that. Whenever people say, hey, you want to do this? You want to go X, Y, Z? You want to do it? Uh, niggas there. Niggas there. No, niggas there. Hey, have a blast. Niggas there. I'm good. Niggas there. I... These guys are multi-millionaire artists. Why are you going anywhere? In the... <laughs> But had had Quavo had made ten thousand dollars, he would have been on Instagram talking about I made ten thousand from a dice game. And everybody would be like, "Oh damn, that's real. Oh that's oh yeah, that's what's up." Hey, Quavo, good at everything. For ten thousand dollars, and the, the amount that's been thrown out there is less. But which is why I don't believe that money was the reason for this. But it. Anybody that gambles knows they don't like losing money. Now, if that sum is even $1,000, don't matter if you him, you don't want to lose $1,000 in, in that manner. In that manner. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll buy something that's worth five, ten thousand. 10000 Sure, sure, sure. But losing 1000 No, no. I don't think that's it right. And then just make it multiple thousands. Now, like, yeah, it's obviously something you can easily back bounce back from if you have so much as much money as we believe for them to have an opportunity that they had. 
The fuck you on, Marley? It's my podcast. That shit literally just started out of nowhere. Oh, that's what that. That's why that shit happened. Man, nigga, Marley tripping, nigga. Same fresh and fit. It's politically incorrect. Um, lost my train of thought. <laughs> Good thing none of y'all watch Fresh and Fit because uh, they have a saying. Well, no, not Fresh and Fit. Donovan Sharp. He has a saying for when people lose their train of thought. <sighs> Nigga shit, man. Nigga shit. Um. Also, I just I'll just end with this. Um, I'm sick of the Jew shit. I'm sick of the Jew shit. I don't any nothing new has been said. Nothing that we didn't already know. I'm sick of the Jew shit. Like, it, and they're just continuing to prove Kanye right every single at every single turn. And niggas, actually, these aren't niggas. These are black people. Niggas, <laughs> niggas don't care about the Jew shit. Niggas don't care about the Jew shit. The niggas that listen to what Kanye's saying actually listen. And I, I, I'm not I'm not saying that you understand. I'm just saying actually listen. They don't care about the Jew shit. They 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 don't they don't care about this whole Oh, he's anti Semitic and yada yada yada. Like them niggas is at a bare level somewhat somewhat under somewhat listening i won't say understand i won't say understand but they're listening the and then there's the niggas that just see what the common narrative is and if and when it's brought up yeah nah fuck that nigga kanye yeah yeah but it's the black people in this case that are really annoying me with this kanye shit but that's not that's not where i'll I don't want to do it. I'm just, I'm just sick of the Jew shit. I'm, I'm, and I'm being sent so many. Like, I, I literally put like three things up. I put three things up. Now I'm sent so much stuff of just like, man, you right, you right, man. X, Y, and Z. They, they, they doing this with the banks. They doing this with the record labels. They doing. I'm like, man, I ain't even say none of that. This is stuff that we are like. Charlemagne said it. <laughs> Charlemagne said it, and he's over here talking about Kanye's gonna die for saying this shit. Charlemagne said it. Charlemagne just said it in a different tone. Charlemagne, Charlemagne said it with fear. So they were like, you know what? We can allow that nigga to slide. We already own him anyways. Charlemagne's been bought. The Charlemagne that I start. I, I, I'm glad I was able to experience Charlemagne when I did because this nigga, I, f- I hate that nigga. I hate this nigga. He's entertaining when he wants to be, but most of the time he just wants to be political and pander. Which I really, really gonna need to talk with Wesley about that because that's what he thinks I do. So I mean, I, I assure you, <laughs> I'm not giving the uh, <laughs> public narrative. I think most of you, the common, well, let me let me say this: the common mainstream surface level trope. I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you that. So whatever. That's just what I think. Um, a lot of music came out. Um, uh, I well. I was going to save my Rihanna thoughts uh, for uh, another pod, so uh, I don't think I have anything else. Um, we're going to be, even if it's just me, going to be consistent on uh, at least one a week, and uh, ideally that one's going to come out Tuesday or Wednesday. 
so I'm recording this one later. Um, so I'm going to try to have this one up. Uh, we did do an episode, uh, me and Wesley did an episode uh, last week uh, that I, well, I was bullshitting because, you know, it's my birthday weekend. And I told him, like, hey, we can do this, but, like, it's not going to be up for a while. It's not It's not going to be up for a while. And I didn't want that episode to be the first time that, you know, I spoke back to y'all because uh, too much has happened. Too much has happened. I didn't even tell y'all about the birthday. So, yeah, that's going to be Spotify. So, uh, if you listen to that, if you fuck with that, then uh, go ahead and tap in on Spotify. And if you've just been listening on Apple, well, I appreciate you. And there'll be more episodes for you to listen to in the past. I uh, haven't said in a while, but we don't speak for all. But I do. We don't speak for all, but we do speak for most. This has been Politically Incorrect. Thank you for listening.